Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today. Today is Friday, June 17th, and it is also the 18th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. This week our Torah portion is Vahalotecha, which means when you set up. And our reading for today is going to be from Numbers chapter 10, verses 35 through chapter 11, verse 29. Before we begin, let's take a moment and bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When the ark went forward, Moshe said, Rise up, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. Let those who hate you flee before you. When it rested, he said, Return, O Lord, to the ten thousands of the thousands of Israel. The people were complaining in the ears of the Lord. When the Lord heard it, his anger burned, and the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. The people cried to Moshe, and Moshe prayed to the Lord, and the fire died out. The name of that place was called Tabirah, because the fire of the Lord burned among them. The mixed multitude that was among them lusted exceedingly, and the sons of Israel also wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish which we ate in Egypt for nothing, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. But now we have lost our appetite. There is nothing at all except this manna to look at. The manna was like coriander seed, and it looked like bidlim. The people went around gathering it and ground it in mills, or beat it in mortars and boiled it in pots, and made cakes of it. Its taste was like the taste of oil, and when the dew fell on the camp in the night, the manna fell on it. Now Moshe heard the people weeping throughout their families, every man at the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord burned greatly, and Moshe was displeased. Moshe said to the Lord, Why have you treated your servant so badly? Why have I not found favor in your sight that you lay the burden of all these people on me? Have I conceived all these people? Have I brought them out that you should tell me? Carry them in your bosom, as a nurse carries a nursing infant, to the land which your fathers swore to their fathers? Where could I get meat to give all these people? For they weep before me, saying, Give us meat that we may eat. I am not able to bear all these people alone, because it is too heavy for me. If you treat me this way, please kill me right now. If I have found favor in your sight, and do not let me see my wretchedness. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and the officers over them, and bring them to the tent of meeting, that they may stand there with you. I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the ruach which is on you, and will put it on them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, that you do not bear it yourself alone. Say to the people, Sanctify yourselves in preparation for tomorrow, and you will eat meat, for you have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, 
Who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat, and you will eat. You will not eat just one day, or two days, or five days, or ten days, or twenty days, but a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils, and it is loathsome to you, because you have rejected the Lord who is among you, and have wept before him, saying, Why did we come out of Egypt? But Moshe said, The people among whom I am are six hundred thousand men on foot, and you have said, I will give them meat that they may eat a whole month? Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to be sufficient for them? Shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them to be sufficient for them? The Lord said to Moshe, Has the hand of the Lord grown short? Now you will see whether my word will happen or not. Moshe went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered seventy men of the elders of the people and set them around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took of the ruach which was on him and put it on the seventy elders. When the ruach rested on them, they prophesied, but they did so no more. But two men remained in the camp. The name of one was Ildad, and the name of the other, Midad, and the Ruach rested on them. They were of those who were written, but had not gone out to the tent. And they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moshe, and said, Ildad and Midad are prophesying in the camp. Then Yehoshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moshe, one of his chosen men, answered, My lord Moshe forbid them. Moshe said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the people of the Lord were prophets, that the Lord would put his ruach on them. That was Numbers chapter 10, verse 35 through chapter 11, verse 29. Now to our reading from the prophets. We're going to be reading Jeremiah or Yermiahu, chapters 34 through 35. The word which came to Yermiahu from the Lord When Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, with all his army, all the kingdoms of the earth that were under his dominion, and all the peoples were fighting against Jerusalem, and all its cities, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Go and speak to Zedekiah, king of Yehudah, and tell him, This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he will burn it with fire. You will not escape out of his hand, but will surely be taken and delivered into his hand. Your eyes will see the eyes of the king of Babylon, and he will speak with you mouth to mouth, and you will go to Babylon. Yet hear the word of the Lord, O Zedekiah, king of Yehudah. The Lord says concerning you, you will not die by the sword. You will die in Shalom. And with the burnings of your fathers, the former kings who were before you, so they will make a burning for you. They will lament you, saying, O master, for I have spoken the word, says the Lord. Then Yermiahu the prophet spoke all these words to Zedekiah, king of Yehudah, in Jerusalem, when the king of Babylon's army was fighting against Jerusalem and against all the cities of Yehudah that were left against Lachish and against Azikai, 
for these alone remained of the cities of Yehuda as fortified cities. This is the word that came to Yermiahu from the Lord. After King Zedekiah had made a covenant with all the people who were at Yerushalayim to proclaim liberty to them, that every man should set free his male servant, and every man his female servant, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, that no one should keep a Jewish brother in bondage. All the princes and all the people obeyed who had entered into the covenant, that everyone should let his male servant and everyone his female servant go free, that no one should make a bondservant of them any more. They obeyed and let them go, but afterwards they turned and caused the servants and the handmaids whom they had let go free to return and brought them into subjection for servants and for handmaids. Therefore the word of the Lord came to Yermiahu from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I made a covenant with your fathers in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, saying, At the end of seven years, every man of you shall release his brother, who is a Hebrew, who has been sold to you, and has served you six years. You shall let him go free from you. But your fathers did not listen to me, and did not incline their ear. You had now turned and had done that which is right in my eyes, and every man proclaiming liberty to his neighbor. You had made a covenant before me in the house which is called by my name. But you turned and profaned my name, and every man caused his servant and every man his handmaid, whom you had let go free at their pleasure, to return. And you brought them into subjection to be to you for servants and for handmaids. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, You have not listened to me, to proclaim liberty every man to his brother and every man to his neighbor. Behold, I proclaim to you a liberty, says the Lord, to the sword, to the pestilence, and to the famine. And I will make you be tossed back and forth among all the kingdoms of the earth. I will give the men who have transgressed my covenant, who have not performed the words of the covenant which they made before me, when they cut the calf in two and passed between its parts, the princes of Yehuda, the princes of Yerushalayim, the eunuchs, the Kohanim, and all the people of the land who passed between the parts of the calf. I will even give them into the hand of their enemies, and into the hand of those who seek their life. Their dead bodies will be food for the birds of the sky and for the animals of the earth. And I will give Zedekiah, king of Yehuda, and his princes into the hands of their enemies, into the hands of those who seek their life, and into the hands of the king of Babylon's armies, who has gone away from you. Behold, I will command says the Lord, and cause them to return to this city, and they will fight against it, take it, and burn it with fire. And I will cause the cities of Yehuda a desolation without inhabitants. And I will make the cities of Yehuda a desolation without inhabitants. The word which came to Yermiahu from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Yehuda. Go to the house of the Rechabites, 
and speak to them, and bring them into the house of the Lord, into one of the rooms, and give them wine to drink. Then I took Yehazaniah, the son of Yermiahu, the son of Habazina, with his brothers, all his sons, and the whole house of the Rechabites. And I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the room of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdalai, the man of God, which was by the room of the princes, which was above the room of Maaseah, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the threshold. Then I set before the sons of the house of the Rechabites bowls full of wine and cups, and I said to them, Drink wine. But they said, We will drink no wine, for Yonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, saying, You shall drink no wine, neither you nor your sons forever. You shall not build a house, sow seed, plant a vineyard, or have any. But all your days you shall dwell in tents, that you may live many days in the land in which you live as nomads. We have obeyed the voice of Yonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, and all that he commanded us, to drink no wine all our days, we, our wives, or our sons, or our daughters, and not to build houses for ourselves to dwell in. We have no vineyard, field, or seed, but we have lived in tents, and have obeyed and done according to all that Yonadav, our father, commanded us. But when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up into the land, we said, Come, let us go to Yerushalayim, for fear of the army of the Kassadim, and fear of the army of the Syrians. So we dwelt at Yerushalayim. Then the word of the Lord came to Yeremiahu, saying, This is what Adonai Sevaot, the God of Israel, says, Go, and tell the men of Yehuda and the inhabitants of Yerushalayim, Will you not receive instruction to listen to my words, says the Lord? The words of Yonadab, the sons of Rechab, that he commanded his sons not to drink wine, are performed, and to this day they drink none, for they obey their father's commandment. But I have spoken to you, rising up early, and speaking, and you have not listened to me. I have sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, Every one of you must return now from his evil way. Amend your doings, and do not go after other gods to serve them. Then you will dwell in the land which I have given you, and to your fathers. But you have not inclined your ear, nor listened to me. The sons of Yonadab, the son of Achab, have performed the commandment of their father, which he commanded them. But this people has not listened to me. Therefore, this is what Adonai Sevaot, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will bring on Yehuda and on all the inhabitants of Yerushalayim all the evil that I have pronounced against them, because I have spoken to them, and they have not heard, and I have called to them, but they have not answered. Then Yermiahu said to the house of the Rechabites, This is what Adonai Sevaot, the God of Israel, says, because you have obeyed the commandment of Yonadav your father, and kept all his precepts, and done according to all that he commanded you. Therefore, this is what Adonai Sevaot, the God of Israel, says, 
Yonadab, the son of Rechab, will not lack a man to stand before me forever. That was Yirmiyahu, chapters 34 and 35. And now continuing on to our reading from the writings, we'll be starting a new book, um, Daniel, and we'll be reading Daniel chapter 1. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, the king of Yehuda, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Yerushalayim and besieged it. And Adonai delivered Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, into his hand, with part of the vessels of the house of God, and he carried them into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. Then the king spoke to Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring in some of the sons of Israel, even of the royal offspring and of the nobles, youths in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom, and endowed with knowledge and understanding science, and who had the ability to stand in the king's palace, and that he should teach them the learning and the language of the Chastim, And the king appointed for them a daily portion of the king's food, and of the wine which he drank, that they should be trained three years, that at its end they should stand before the king. Now among these were of the children of Yehuda, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And the princes of the eunuchs gave names to them. To Daniel he gave the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Mishach, and to Azariah, Abedigo. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's food, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God made Daniel find kindness and compassion in the sight of the prince of the eunuchs. The prince of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord, the king, who has appointed your food and your drink, for why should he see your faces worse looking than the youths who are of your own age? Then you would endanger my head with the king. Then Daniel said to the steward, whom the prince of the eunuchs had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Test your servants, I beg you, ten days, and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our faces be examined before you, and let the face of the youths who eat of the king's food. And as you see, deal with your servants. So he listened to them in this matter, and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days their faces appeared fairer, and they were fatter in the flesh than all the youths who ate of the king's food. So the steward took away their food and the wine that they would drink and gave them vegetables. As for these four youths, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. At the end of the days which the king had appointed for bringing them in, the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king talked with them, and among them all was found no one like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king, and in every matter of wisdom and understanding concerning which the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters who were in his realm.
And Daniel continued even to the first year of King Cyrus. It was Daniel chapter 1. Now on to our final reading for the day. We will be reading from the Apostolic Writings. We will be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Are we beginning again to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as some do, letters of commendation to you or from you? You are our letter, written in our hearts, known and read by all men, being revealed that you are a letter of Messiah, served by us, written not with ink, but with the Ruach of the living God, not in tablets of stone, but in tablets that are hearts of flesh. And such trust we have through Messiah towards God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves, to account anything as from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Ruach. For the letter kills, but the Ruach gives life. But if the service of death, written engraved on stone, came with glory, so that the sons of Israel could not look steadfastly on the face of Moshe for the glory of his face, which was passing away, Will not service of the Ruach be with much more glory? But if the service of death, written engraved on stones, came with glory, so that the sons of Israel could not look steadfastly on the face of Moshe for the glory of his face, which was passing away, will not service of the Ruach be with much more glory? For if the service of condemnation has glory, the service of righteousness exceeds much more in glory." For more certainly that which has been made glorious has not been made glorious in this respect, by reason of the glory that surpasses. For if that which passes away was with glory, much more that which remains is in glory. Therefore, having such a hope, we use great boldness of speech. And not as Moshe, who put a veil on his face, that the sons of Israel would not look steadfastly on the end of that which was passing away, but their minds were hardened. For until this very day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains, because in Messiah it passes away. But to this day, when Moshe is read, a veil lies on their heart. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Ruach, And where the Ruach of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord as in a mirror, are transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Ruach. That was 2 Corinthians chapter 3. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year's cycle, you also would be reading from Mark chapter 14, verses 53 through 72 today. Well, as we come to an end of our podcast today, ladies, um, we have a small prayer request for Joanna and her family. Um, If you follow us on Instagram at Daily Red Moms, you might have seen in the stories, in our stories, that um, while working on a home project, um, Joanna's husband had a accident um, where the ladder collapsed under him, and um, he had several injuries. Um, 
as he was pinned under the ladder and against the metal and uh, he had to go to the hospital. But thankfully, a miracle from the Lord that no um, major arteries were punctured. The doctor said that it was he was very, very close to um, severing some major arteries and it being very, very detrimental to him. But praise the Lord um, that the um, the cuts and the punctures were in just the right places that he is okay and they were able to head home um, just a few hours later. Um, so thank you for your prayers for the family as he does recover and um, we are praising the Lord that it was not nearly as serious as it could have been. Well, that concludes our day. I hope all of you ladies, as you prepare for Shabbat today, are extremely blessed with the joy coming forward to the weekend. And um, it fills you with peace and shalom. And until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom from the Golan Heights. Thank you.